Amen. Let us pray. God, we thank you for being here with us, for coming to show us how great is thy faithfulness towards us. Lord, we thank you because you didn't have to do it, but you did. And now, God, as we go into the word, we ask that you continue to show us, to teach us, to help us to understand, to help us to feel you in the spirit, to help us to love you, to help us to give your name all, all of the glory. And in Jesus' name, we utter this prayer. We say thank you in your name. Amen. 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 We we know we are speaking at a time where we're usually about to end the service, but as I said, none of us have anywhere to go. We have fixed food, and so if you think you're going to be hungry, you can sit over here and eat. Uh, we have fed you with musicians' food. What the musicians didn't do, the spirit had the singers to do. And what the singers didn't do, the congregation did by walking up the aisle and dancing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. God is in the building. And when there's a God in the building, that's when things happen. I even saw uh, Sister Dee with some tambourine shoes on. Yeah, yeah. So every time she moves, we're going to get the tambourine. So I don't see them on your feet now. <laughs> but they were, they were good when I saw it at first. <laughs> tambourine shoes. I ain't never seen that. So I started looking. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Amen. Amen. I love it when we got a praise party going on. Yeah. I grew up uh, in a church that was kind of staunch. And when I was um, going around with my father to his churches, they had the spirit, it seemed to me. But my home church seemed like they were kind of dead and stiff. Oh, my God. Now, my mama, she'd go in there and light them up anyhow. They didn't have to shout because she was going to shout for them. My daddy, he loved the spirit of the Lord. He was getting to smiling and he'd get to praising. But my home church, Lord, have mercy. I, I love those people. I'm telling you, that's what helped to make me what I am. But I tell you, I could have looked for a little more spirit every now and then. Ain't that right, Pastor? So anyway, let me get to the point. Last week, we told you to continue to have hope when trying to make it through. To keep these words in mind, Jeremiah says, this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. That's why I told Minister Matt, because he was trying to get out of it, I said, oh, no. 
we got to hear this song today. And the way that you do it when the Spirit of the Lord hits. Because he, he, Jeremiah was telling us that, that our mercies are new every morning. Every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great is thy faithfulness. So, so I said to myself, this is Jeremiah speaking again, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. Anybody know you got to wait? Yeah, come on now. And we told you, I told you last week that this man, this writer, this prophet who I fondly call the crybaby of the Bible. Uh, his story was paraphrased in Lamentations 3 and in verses 1 through 24. And, and I told you that somebody needs to know like Jeremiah knew that you can make it. This may not be for y'all in here, but the ones out there on uh, video who see me across the pond and been inviting pastor, I and me to places we have not a clue where they are. Uh, and, and, and those people who are writing us from India and other places and telling us how good our messages are because they are spiritual to them. We, we, we say like he did that somebody needs to know. Like Jeremiah was explaining that you can make it through. You can make it through all the crying. You can make it through all the despair. And you can make it through all the depression. You can make it through whatever is coming your way if you just trust in God. Yes. Am I right about it? Yes. I want to make sure I'm in the right church before yes. I keep on going. Right. And finally, I told you that there would be three major things about this scripture and our theme for the day that I want you to get. And that we, Pastor I and myself, put her in it. She wasn't even in it last week. <laughs> She was out shining with some other folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, y'all had a good time, but we had a good time over here. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Y'all ain't had nothing on us. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. But I promise that my, my, my sweetheart, my love of 40 years, that woman that couldn't control herself when she met me.
And I did tell you that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all paying attention, right? Amen. 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 I reminded you that we've got to keep these things of Jeremiah in mind. So I hope that when he said, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. I hope you heard that. And you have a little more hope this week. I hope that you have more hope, but you are waiting for him all the more. And I hope that you are still marveling at the faithfulness of God. I'm marveling at the faithfulness of God. That's why I play that song, uh, Alpha and Omega, all the time. It's because that's my song. Yesterday, Pastor, I didn't even know she put that song on on the car. Spoke to the car. You know, this is a new thing for me. So my cars don't speak. (laughs) But her car, you just speak to it. And hey, Lexus, you get what you want. And that song came on and the tears just rolled out of my eyes. Because I thought about the goodness of God. And his faithfulness. His faithfulness towards us. In good times and bad. And so we know we're going to get through. We know we're going to make it through the rain. We're going to make it through hard times. We're going to make it through issues. We're going to make it through complaints. And we're going to make it through some things that will make you faint. Y'all right. love that rhyme and stuff. Uh, right? <laughs> but you can make it through. Yes, we can. Yeah, All right. Lord. So as promised, my partner and I want you to know three areas. We're going to talk to you quickly about something called PCI. Well, it's PCI. You're probably saying, Pastor Keith, what is PCI? It's like the woman on the commercial. What are the three P's? <laughs> Y'all seen that one, right? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to the point. Well, we're going to talk about PCI. And you ask, what is PCI? There ain't no scripture called PCI. And you would be right. But let me tell you, as we consider the faithfulness of God, we're going to introduce you to PCI. PCI what is that? I'm so glad you asked me. What is it? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked. I know you've been waiting on pins and needles to get the answer. But let me tell you, PCI, the P, stands for persistence, or a synonym is perseverance. All right. And then we have a C, which is being consistent. And then we have an I, which is having a strong measure of insistence. We're going to explain it in just a minute. Anybody think y'all need some PCI? Oh, yeah, I'm glad that you believe that, that there is something that we need yeah. called PCI. So P for persistence. This is because it is not if. It's not a question of if, but a question of when. Uh, yeah. 
you won't go through some struggles. Yes. Am I right about it? Yes. Not a question of if, uh -huh. but a question of when. And, and to get through them, we must be persistent. Yes. Or we must persevere in God. Uh -huh. that, that there is that word so we can get through. Somebody wants to get through. Amen. Life can almost kill you. Oh yep. my Lord. And sometimes you just need to be able to do something yes. to get through. That's right. Because you're going through, seems like, to go through. <laughs> so sometimes when we're going through to go through, we want something to help us get through. Did you get that? Yeah. I hope you did. I hope you did. I hope you did. But it's just another way of telling you that we can get to the other side. Yeah. You've got to go through some things to get to the other side. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Any witnesses? Amen. 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 I knew I was in the right church. I love y'all. Love y'all. See, because Isaiah 43 and 2 puts it this way. Isaiah says, when you pass through the wall. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and God answers with his faithfulness. Okay. And he says then to us, right in his faithfulness, I will be with you. Yes, yes, yes. Don't that sound like you're going to make it through? Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that he's going to help me to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And he says when you pass through the rivers, yeah. that's a whole lot of water. <laughs> Some translations say deep water. <laughs> that they won't even sweep over you. Oh, In other words, we ain't going to drown. You ain't going yeah. down. That's God's right. got it. Yes. Thank you, Lord. God. God's got it. Thank you, Lord. They're going to sweep over you. Yes. Your trials, your issues of life may be trying to overtake you. Yes. But you got to remain persistent and persevere even in difficult situations. Those situations just won't sweep over you, Brother Sultan. They won't sweep over you, Sister Kemper. They won't sweep over you, Reverend Veronica. They won't sweep over you, Reverend Denise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Matt, they're not going to sweep over us. Yeah. So you must persist. Because, you know, we might sweep over them instead. Right. I'm happy going, with God, and with you, you can do some things that you didn't know you could do. Amen. So we got to persist and we got to persevere to get through. Yes. That is, we got to make up our mind yes. that we're going to go through. Yes. And when we're going through, we're going to get through. Yes. yes. Let me tell you, uh, my, you know, I like to tell my story every now and then. So my current story is <laughs> while I'm in the midst of writing my proposals and getting chapters ready for my dissertation thesis uh, with the seminary. And because uh, I'm, I'm ready to call that thing quits. <laughs> um, and I was kind of like talking to myself. And then I 
uttered it out loud to my wife, and I said, you know, I don't need to be persistent anymore. I, I, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of folk saying, okay, you need to do it this way, you need to do it that way. I had my own thoughts about it all. I already got one doctorate. I have two master's degrees. I have a BS in electrical engineering. I think I'm intelligent enough. Ah, come and on, Pastor. It might be time to let it all go. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But God, uh -huh. all right. God, come on. And my partner, 40 years, uh -huh. said to me, you got to be persistent. Mm -hmm. You got to persevere. Yes. Ain't no need to give up now. Yeah. You've come this far by faith. Amen. And so it was like the cheerleaders. Y'all know how the cheerleaders used to be. Uh, Brandy was a cheerleader. She, she know how they would be out there. Be persistent. Be persistent. Be, be, be persistent. That was the message to me. Pursue. Persevere. And be persistent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she basically said it like that. <laughs> Not my so I began to say to myself, self, God has already said, remain persistent in all things that pertain to him. All right. So because he's gonna bless you, you might as well be persistent and go through it. Why? Because great is my faithfulness towards you. You can make it through anything as long as you got me in the process. So now let me let me put this disclaimer out because uh, if I don't make it to the end, it won't be because I didn't try. It, it might have some other man made piece of it in there. And, and so when y'all think about whether you're going to call me Dr. Brown or whether you're going to call me Dr. Reverend Dr. Brown, you will, you know, if I didn't make that last piece some kind of way the man got in there, then that last one I just chopped off and I just got one. Because I used to tell her, what, what, you know, why did God say do it twice? Yeah, I, I mean, I, really? But you know, the things of God are different. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. God has a way. Uh -huh. His ways are not our ways. Yes. Yes. So sometimes we just got to listen and answer the way that he says. Yes. And uh, so, you know, I looked at this scripture and I said, okay, persevering through the fires of life when they're burning white hot or they're burning red hot, you got to still go through fire. That's right. Because it's inevitable, even if we go through, because we will, we can't get through. And we won't even smell like smoke. All right. Jesus. All right. That's a good word from the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you're going to make it through because God said so. Yeah. And I love that. I hope there's a whole lot of witnesses in here. 
Because I believe that there's been some fires in some people's lives. You may be sitting in this building, and I know the people that see us worldwide, they are looking, and they've had some fires. Sometimes those fires were heated 20 times hotter than you ever wanted them to be. But God stepped in, and in his word, he said, so you will not be consumed. Yeah, yeah, say it. Great in his faithfulness. I'm telling you, I'm a living testimony, CJ. And, and, and God has pulled me through some rough fires. Okay. He kept me out of some fires. And, and, and then he was all around me in some fires. And, and I didn't even have the smell of smoke. Amen. And then the, uh, the other preachers getting ready to come. Amen. So I'm hurry up and get out of the way. That's why I know I'm telling the truth. So <laughs> we have to persevere with a persistent mindset. Yes. We're going through yes. some things and we're going to talk about some of them in our meeting today. Some of them are quite rough. But God has told us that we must be steadfast mm. in our forward direction. Yes. Not in OT capital letters, not giving up. Right. Not just handing everything over to somebody else or something else, but standing up to the devil. Standing up to the hell that's in our lives and standing up to the high water mark. And walking through those issues that come Mm -hmm. our way. Yeah. We gotta persevere, stick to the fight when we are hard as hit. Jesus. Yeah. And with God, yes. nobody else, we will make it through. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Amen. Check it yes. and make sure I'm in the right church Amen. all over. Yeah. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, Has yes, he always will. done. Yeah. So persevering and, and being persistent means to demonstrate taking our problems on head on. Not just talking about problems, but actually addressing our problems so we can make it through. And we gotta persevere, keep going through them. All the fires, all the floods, all the hell, all the talk, all the complaints, anything and everything. And while we're going through, since God is standing there with us, we have got to stand flat-footed and hold on to our faith. That's right. Now, my final point here is persevering is also getting through by pressing our way. I know some of us don't like to hear about that press our way stuff, pushing our way through. But we'll push our way and press our way to get to that job. Right. We'll push our way and press our way to get to the mall. We'll push our way and press our way to get to whatever it is outside of the church that we want to do. So we got to press our way in the things of God. Let me tell you, I, I used to want to be a fair weather Christian. Or a CME, as they would call some of the people I saw as I was growing up, because 
you know, I was always in church. And the fair weather Christian folk wouldn't come to church when the weather got bad. Hey, the CMEs would only come on, as they love to say, on Christmas, Mother's Day, and what's the other? Easter. That's when you saw them. And here I was always in church. When I wanted to be off, Mr. Karen, they, they wouldn't let me be off. <laughs> I wanted to be like them. Decide that if I went out Saturday night, I was not going to be stuck in church on Sunday morning oh, if I didn't get in until 5 in the morning. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Bob. That was me. I wanted that. I even had a, a, a buddy of mine who laughed at me because he knew I had to be on the piano on the next Sunday. We had just been out, got in about 5.30 in the morning. Oh, no. I wanted to be like that. But anyway, God wouldn't let me roll like that. It, it, it's probably because he had decided that because of the anointing, Yes. Right. And the gifts that he put in All me. Right. That's right. Because, you know, that organ, I have never had an organ lesson in my entire life. Wow. That's a God-given hey. gift. Hey. Yeah. Set any organ, any Hammond organ, any pipe organ, any kind of Rogers, whatever, organ, Hammond, whatever you want to call sit right down, pick out the tune, and play them. Wow. Because God gave me the gift. Yes. He gave me an anointing. And, and so I knew that God had decided because he gave me those yes, gifts. Because yes. I started out playing Bach and Beethoven and all that stuff. But that wasn't what I wanted to play because my desires became God's desires. Yes. And so he began to give me gospel. And I could say, all right, well, I can't be a CME. I can't be a fair weather Christian. I got to press my way. And, and, and I'm not the only person because I'm celebrating 51 years as a musician. Yes. 21 years as a preacher. Yes. 14 years as the pastor of you. Amen. 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 I'm not the only one because God has used his faithfulness yes. with your other pastor. Amen. Like what he required for me, he required for her as well. Amen. So she's been your pastor for 14 years. Yes. She has been preaching for 21 years. Amen. And I don't know about her music. <laughs> Don't talk about our pastor. <laughs> oh, she's going to get me, dog. Y'all might as well know I know I'm in for it. But I can handle that when I get home. <laughs> her anointing, God had placed within her. So she yes. couldn't be a CME either. Yeah. She had to come yes. and serve the people. Amen. And so her anointing and her appointing has been all in her life. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, bless the Lord. <laughs> oh my soul. Ah, uh, Pastor Key. Uh -huh. I miss one Sunday and look. Yeah. Big Boss Applesauce. <laughs> well, well, what I what I did notice is that you all wanted to have not just a part two of the sermon, but part two of the praise party from last week. I might not have been here, but I I, I saw it. There's something going around on YouTube and on Facebook that uh, shows, got living proof that you all cut up last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you get did. And I bless the Lord for the spirit of the Lord that still reigns and rules in this house. Amen. 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 But I want to uh, tell you what I came to tell you about this whole idea of making it through. I think every now and then we need to remind the people of God, that you can make it through your trials, your tribulations, your situations, your circumstances, because sometimes we can be blinded by the situation, amen, and it gets hard to see your way clear, amen, somebody, and it gets hard to keep holding on by your fingernails, amen, somebody, and so last week, last week, Pastor Keith, as he was standing here, explained to you about that crybaby as he called that weeping prophet of Jeremiah. Jeremiah who was called and 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 formed while he was formed in his yes, mother's womb. Yes, Amen. Yes. God had already appointed him as a prophet over the nation. So before he could even get in the way, God had already set his life on a trajectory that would that he would be his mouthpiece and he would speak in the land uh, and what we can see and what we uh, can figure out is Jeremiah was not a happy camper with his assignment. No, he wasn't. He wasn't uh, a happy uh, a camper to go and to preach to the people about the way they were living that was not honoring to God. Amen. Amen. Somebody. Jeremiah did have a difficult uh, a message. He had warnings that he needed to give to some bad kings. And, and can I tell you, even now uh, in the 21st Jesus. century, people don't want to hear that they're not living a righteous life. No, they don't want any parts of that. Uh, people only want to hear what they want to hear. Amen. Uh, somebody. Yet God had placed on him the burden of telling the people who waddled in their sin that it was time to stop sowing to your flesh and start sowing in the spirit. Now living in the darkness and start to turn your from your old wicked ways and begin to walk in the marvelous life. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. We've said it before. Life can be challenging. But for those of us who are in Christ and have the love of the Father working on our behalf, uh, he would, if we would just follow his word, uh, oh my God, we would see some things. Uh, uh, Pastor Keith, um, 
started talking about the acronym that uh, came to mind uh, with the scripture and, and, and everything that we're talking about, and he's already talked to you about P, and that P word being persistent, and I pray that you will get it and apply it to your own situation. I know somebody in here has something that is happening in your life that requires your persistence. And so as he has talked about that, I'm not going to go over that any anymore, but I do want to bring up the C in the acronym. The C stands for consistent. Amen, amen, amen. So our point says be consistent. In just a few concise words, I, I, I wanted to to really pin down a definition of consistent. And, and what I found is it says that it is constantly adhering to the same principles, to the same course or the same form. In other words, holding firmly together or cohering. You know, when something uh, uh, is cohering, it all kind of is, yeah. is the same. It all sticks together yeah. the same way. Amen. Uh, and so when we hear the word consistent, uh, often we think of certain people uh, in our lives uh, who live up to that definition. There are people who are absolutely consistent. Amen. Amen. And so in other words, uh, you can really depend on that person to be pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, Can I tell you that there are going to uh, be people who are consistent in their behavior because every time you see them without fail, they're going to be mad at something or somebody. They're consistent. Yes. Yes. Amen, yes. amen. You, yes. When you see them coming, come on, come on, Mr. Minister Matt. When you see them coming, you know what you're about to get. That's yeah. right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They, 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 they consistent. Uh, yeah. And then there are folks who are going to be consistent uh, in their attitude. Because every time you see them, they're always cheerful. They're always happy. Always enthusiastic. Uh, always optimistic. Uh, always seeing the glass half full instead of half empty. No matter the season of life or what life is throwing at them, you know you're going to get the same person every time you see them. That is consistent. And there are people who are consistent with their prayer life. Hallelujah to Jesus. We got some prayer warriors in this house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and so when things start to go upside down, when things start to go sideways, you know who to reach out to. Because they're consistent. You know when you call them with a situation, they're going to go to the knees. They're consistent. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as Christ followers, it will pay for us to be consistent in our walk. We got to develop that mindset of I can make it through because it will take us, give us the, give us the right kind of consistency to go through life. All right. Let's face it. Let's face it, church. I, I know. I know. We love to hear uh, uh, the promise.
promises of God and there are many. I, I know we love uh, to hear the prosperity gospel that promises that every dollar you give will be given back to you. I know we love to hear them say you can just name it and claim it, but I came to tell somebody today that that is not the theology of the Bible. It's not, the, it's not what God's word tells us through and through. What it tells us is that you will face trials. Yes, so there will be bad things that will happen. There will be tragedies that, that will come upon yes. you. But my point to you this morning, if you hear nothing else that I tell you, is that for God's people, we want you to understand yes. that you must be consistent in your response. Yes. Yes. Because great is yes. faithfulness. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. We can't, we can't afford church. We can't afford this. No time. This is not the season to straddle the fence. Yes, uh, 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 this is not the season. This is not the season to believe God today and to doubt him tomorrow. Prophet Jeremiah came to understand Jesus. that God's faithfulness was so real, so tangible, hallelujah, that even when we don't deserve it, his mercy gets handed out with the dawning of every morning. Well, that ought to make somebody want to stand up and give God a shout of that has to go through some adversity. Anybody ever had to face adversity in the house this morning? I know we're taking a minute and I know we still got communion and we still have a church meeting and all of those things, but, but, but this is so important to the people of God because you need to know what consistency looks like in the face of Christianity. You might need to know what it looks like to be a a consistent Christian in the face of insurmountable odds when stuff comes that really was meant to knock you out. You still have to be consistent in the things of God and in your faith because great is his faithfulness. Well, we know, we know, hallelujah, that we want you to know what to do when the when tragedy uh, and when grief and pain uh, uh, knocks at your door. Because uh, we'll, yeah. see, we know what to do when life is sweet, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah. We, we? We know what to do when, when we got money in our pockets. Yeah. Yeah. We know what to do when the car's running right and, yeah. and the children are acting right. Yeah. Hallelujah. But when? Hallelujah. The seas begin to roll. When, when the storm clouds start to rise, we need you to know about the faithfulness of God. And so I'm going to remind you about this being consistent because Paul writes it in 1 Corinthians 
15 and 58, and you all know it because it says, therefore, my beloved brothers uh, and my sisters too, uh, be ye steadfast yeah, and immovable, yeah. always abounding in the works uh, of the Lord. Because what? Uh, knowing that in the Lord uh, it is your labor uh, that won't be in vain. Uh, sometimes, sometimes trouble may come uh, and we can think what we are doing and, and, and know that the Lord uh, is all for naught. Uh, but I came to tell you that when we are consistent uh, in our work for the Lord, uh, it's not wasted work. Uh, oh no, it's not. Uh, God sees your labor. Uh, you are not spinning wheels. Uh, you are not the hamster on the wheel. Uh, and neither are you just sitting on the stationary bike, uh, peddling and peddling uh, and going nowhere. God has a reward for you. I can to tell you, be consistent. Be consistent. Uh, be consistent. Uh, and then we drop over to Hebrews 13 and 8. Uh, and, and my Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Anybody know that? said, uh, for the word says, for I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. Oh, that's good news this morning. Uh, sometimes stuff come our way and look like it's about to eat us alive. Uh, looks like we're about to be swallowed up. Uh, hallelujah. Looks like that we're going to be going down for the count. Uh, but can I just under help you understand uh, that our God has an attribute uh, that is attached to him. Uh, and it's only to him uh, that's called immutability. Mm. Immutability. I know, I know, I know what in the world. Huh? It is essential to his very nature. Yes. Okay. So your husband might change. Your, your, your wife, uh, she might go through some stuff. Um, uh, your children are probably most likely going to grow up uh, and, and they're not going to be the same people that you thought you raised. They met right. somebody. Uh, but God is consistent in his faithfulness uh, and his mercy. Uh, oh, we got to hold on to that thought, church, uh, because he is slow in his anger and, in a, and abounding in his love. Uh, I'm telling you that his immutability uh, does not allow him to change. Uh, so it takes us back to the Hebrew writer where it still tells us that he's the same today, he's the same tomorrow, and he's the same forever. Uh, we are the recipients of his great grace more than we deserve. Oh, come on, come on, come on. I know somebody thinks that you deserve what you get, and I came, I came to tell you that if we really deserve what we got, then 
to snatch the breath right out of you. Jesus. That's right. God. God in his infinite wisdom and mercy. God. Uh, he is faithful. And we can't forget it. Uh, we can't forget it. And Galatians uh, 6 and 9 reminds us, and let us not grow weary in well-doing. Hallelujah. For in due season. <laughs> in due season, we're going to reap if we faint not. In other words, be consistently patient. Some things take time. You can't plant the apple seed today and go out looking for the apples tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. We must have patience. The Bible says that in proper time, in other words, in the right season, when you can handle it, when you mature enough to handle what God has prepared for you, he says when you sow those good seeds, you're going to produce a good crop. But be consistent in sowing your best attitude. Be consistent, be consistent. So, all right, what we're going to do? We're going to be persevere. We're going to persevere. We're going to be consistent. And our last thing we're going to tell you, and I'm moving on, is that we're going to be insistent. Insistent. P-C-I. Perseverance. Consistent. Insistent. All right? You, 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 you know when, when somebody says, okay, let, let me take care of something. Okay, I'm going to pay for your lunch. Right, and the other person says, "No, no, no, I, I got you. I got, I got it. I'll take care of it." And you say, "No, but I insist. Uh -huh. I insist." You, you, you get, you get the picture of ins insistence. Now, insistence and persistence can sometimes be confused. All right, Tom, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you this morning. Come on, Pastor. But to insist, understand this, is a stronger determination to do something. Amen. When we insist, usually we insist with a bit of an attitude. Now I said I'm going to pay for your Put your wallet back in your pocket. We gotta be insistent about getting over the mountain. We gotta be 
because he insisted on overcoming. Oh, yes, he did. If we are going to make it through the vicissitudes of life, we will end, we, we will end to, uh, it will do us well to, to tear out a page of the Apostle Paul's book in Romans 8 and 37, where he says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We gotta be insistent because what God has already called us conquerors, overcomers, we can make it. In other words, we can get through our hard situations when God is on our side and when we trust him with all that's within us. How many of you all believe what I have to say to you today? To trust means to insist that you love him and not just say I love Jesus, not just wear the I love Jesus t-shirt, but you got to live it, you got to show it. To love him means to insist that he is your will. In the middle of the will, to insist means that he is. I insist that he is my bright and my morning star. Anybody ever call Jesus your bright and morning star? To make it through in him means to be insistent. Consistent. 